Fortune and Strife features subjects which can be uncomfortable for a general audience, such as the use of drugs and alcohol, poor treatment of people of different classes or cultures, adult situations, psychological trauma, deprivation, survival, natural disasters, and violence. Listener discretion advised. In addition, these next few episodes of the show contain cultural and historical content based upon the peoples of Asia and the Far East. We are coming at this from a place of respect and genuine interest and a love of these cultures, places, and history. We may not get it 100% right all the time, and we ask you to bear with us and give us the benefit of the doubt, and we would let us know when we get it wrong. We want to be an ally in dispelling Orientalism that has affected the Asian and Middle Eastern communities around the world. Welcome to Fortune and Strife. I am Robert, or Bayoshi Shinichi, and I'll be your host and narrator. I am Chini, and I am playing Doji Gen. I am Tyler, and I am playing Akoto Ricci. Hi, I'm Eric Chalk, and I will be guesting in as Ide Minato. Let's play some L5R in the Burning Sands. Ide Minato returns to the Unicorn Encampment uh, with a spring in his step, uh, feeling uh, rather uh, chuffed and uh, uh, triumphant as he. Uh, uh, returns uh, the uh, incriminating evidence that uh, the other agents had uh, gotten out of the emir's uh, estate and uh, shows it off uh, to uh, those who might be passing by and that he's got something special and he'll return it to Asasia, uh who uh, can definitely hear uh, other people talking uh, and whispering in the uh, background about uh, what a uh, tremendous uh, coup this has been. So yeah, uh, uh, Ide Manato, let's say you do some sort of bragging action for your downtime uh, uh, activity. Uh, what is that going to look like uh, as far as uh, your check? We're, I'm thinking the way uh, we were talking, some sort of uh, performance. But uh, yeah, how do you think you go about it? Well, obviously, there's probably going to be a lot of hustle and bustle about the camp right now as they're trying to figure out uh, what their next move is and trying to be uh, ready to move as quickly as possible. So Manano's uh, going to sort of um, treat it more like a debrief and less as a outright bragging session. Um, but he's going to pick his opportunities to talk to the various members of the camp to make sure that there are other people passing by or doing some sort of work uh, close enough to hear him as he goes into detail about how he uh, skillfully played Raffi and got him to, you know, take stuff that they were going to have to abandon anyway as a surety of their commitment to remain until this entire thing plays out and even got them a writ that will give them free passage through the city. Um, and he'll sort of do this like a couple times with the various uh, heads of the trade caravan to um, get maximum saturation uh, in terms of people that can hear him going over this. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an air performance check here. So, uh, yeah, let's do that. And then you'll get uh, skilled assistance because uh, Kazuki uh, is going to report on what was happening inside uh, while uh, uh, Tomo and uh, some of the porters will report about what was happening outside. So, yeah, you'll get two skilled assistants on this check. So how did that go? Uh, really well. Uh, I got a, quite a few explosions here. So I got seven successes, uh, one opportunity, and I'll gain four strife. Okay. Uh, well, that's a, that's a hell of a number of successes on uh, what uh, nominally was going to be a TN3 uh, or TN2 check here because you did something spectacular. I was going to drop the TN by one. 
Uh, so uh, let's see here. Uh, two, four, six. So that's going to be two little bits of extra for you. All right. Uh, and how do you want to spend your opportunity here on this action? Um, I want to act subtly um, and not attract a lot of attention. Like I'm uh, saying, he's not being really overt about this. He just wants this to spread, but not um, make it look like he's trying to spread it. Got it. Well, uh, you know, uh, the, the the way it goes down is uh, not only uh, is um, uh, Asasia, uh really... Uh, uh, kind of uh, impressed by all of this, uh, but so is uh, Rakisa and uh, Liu. Uh, so I'm going to give you a total of uh, five glory for uh, pulling off uh, what you've done here and uh, for getting recognition from uh, your superiors. So yeah, gain gain five glory for your uh, braggadocious uh, accomplishments. And uh, actually, that should be a total of six glory. One for performing the the action, and then. Uh, Five more for the uh, for the bragging. <laughs> I may have done it a little bit uh, ass backwards there, but I think it comes out to be about the same uh, glory gains. It's either going to be five or six. Um, so uh, let's call it five for now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and with that, uh, you can finally uh, get some rest after a busy day running around uh, Alzawira trying to wheel and deal and make up uh, new lodgings and uh, all sorts of uh, excuses and operations that have been going on. And uh, you can uh, rest assured that your people are now all safe and sound. And if you can just make it out of the city in the next couple of days with the, uh, the evidence, you can hopefully counter some of the Emir's plans to uh, wage a, uh, a, a holy war against uh, the unicorn clan and uh, Rokugan by extension. Uh, go ahead, and uh, that's end of scene. If you need to reset your uh, composure or endurance, feel free to do so. Again, you went to bed earlier than everyone else. You're getting up before everyone else, but you're feeling a bit more refreshed. Uh, you are no longer exhausted and can now finally uh, shed some of the fatigue and uh, uh, and strife off of yourself. Excellent. So... um I, uh, it's the middle of the night or it's, it's dark or that's what I was, I was planning. I slept kind of during the remainder of the day into the, the night. My hope is that I am able to be awake to keep watch, uh, just, just in case. And while I am keeping watch, if there's nothing else that I need to do, I would like to mend my, uh, my clothes because they were kind of damaged. They were also damaged in the uh, in the fighting. Absolutely. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you get down uh, to it and you, uh, you know, pluck out uh, uh, the the kind of uh, rough uh, needle and threads that you have uh, uh, with you to, you know, get to, uh, get to uh, repairing all of this. Um, so I think that is a going to be a T into uh, design check uh, Earth design to uh mm -hmm. to mend so yeah uh go okay. ahead and give me that check all right i rolled earth design i ended up with two successes two strife and an opportunity the strife that i am taking is because i am still very shook about doing the killing i did yesterday because i 
did a lot of theoretical stuff, but I have not ever dueled and killed a person before. I mean, let alone in such a dramatic, just, you know, violent way as decapitation. Right. I That is not something I've ever done before. And I'm trying to repair these clothes and I'm seeing the blood stains on, on, on the clothing and just from myself and from who I did. And it's like that, that still leaves me shaken despite, uh, despite being better off yet than I was yesterday. Yeah, no, that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. All right, but the successes will uh, allow you to mend your clothing so it's no longer damaged. And the opportunity you want to spend, how do you want to spend it? I want to use that to add durable to my clothing. Absolutely. One of the, the best ones uh, to uh, to do with the with the mending is if you can, make it sturdier than it was beforehand. So, yeah, you, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, uh, reinforce uh, several of the seams, uh, make sure that uh, things are uh patched up and are uh, as secure as they can be anything that had been uh, cut through or weakened earlier has been uh sewn up and uh and patched or covered in uh new and fun and interesting ways that uh goes ahead and brings it up to a uh, stronger stronger than you had it uh before so yeah no excellent um it's not long uh after your uh you started mending that uh, uh marina uh, wakes up and sees you uh, working on your on your clothing there, and uh, she's uh, kind of speaking quietly to you. And is, uh, can I prepare you some some rice in the morning? Uh, that that would be wonderful. Um, again, hesitates for a moment. She you know just quietly sewing, and then she says, "Do you know where the unicorn are in the city?" Now her her hand goes to uh, uh, take up uh, some of the uh, rice that was cooked yesterday, and uh, she goes to uh, mix it with uh, uh, some water to make a a bit of a kind of a, a rice porridge, uh, and putting it on to uh, to warm on what is her stove. But uh, the mention of the unicorn kind of gives her pause. We might know someone that can. Direct you there. Why? We cannot stay here. I told you yesterday I had no desire to put you at risk. And with a night's sleep, I'm feeling better. And we seem to be doing at least somewhat better. Um, we're going to have to leave the city. I know the caliph's men will be hunting us for one reason or another, but it's a revenge for killing the bronze viper in a duel would be sufficient, if nothing else, I think. He does not seem like the kind of man who would forgive and forget. You see a bit of of anger kind of flare across her features that, you know, that she did not know all of the details of what had happened or who you people were, but between, yeah, the finding out that you have been the one to do in the, uh, the bronze viper that you are, you know, looking for, uh, a group of people who are ostensibly hidden within the city. Uh, 
she has, you know, put a few things uh, together and is probably more than a little upset that the, the danger her family has been put into uh, before it was possibly taking in people who have uh, drawn the the ire and the, the wrong side of the law. Uh, but that's just, you know, possibly a local neighborhood thing or something for the magistrates and constables to adjudicate. But, uh, you know, this is, this is, we're talking about the, the caliph, the sultan, you know, the, the, the ruler of all within uh, these lands. I know it is a burden on you and I apologize. I want to leave so I do not put you at any more risk. In that case, I will take you there myself with, with Medi. But you will not mention our names or our family or how you came to be about here. I swear I will not. Um... That's with Paragon of Sincerity, or at least uh, I did have it. I don't. <laughs> oh, have you dropped a, a little bit? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, why don't we check your uh, your uh, your current honor and see if that has uh, slipped that one or not? Because uh, I might have you um, stake honor on your on your commitment there. I am. I'm at 77. That should be, I think it went down and went back up again. Yeah, I think, I think it probably did. And I think that's going to be enough. Let me make a uh, double sure under social attributes here. Oh no, it's at 80. You have two virtue advantage. You've got though, you've got, you've got courtesy. I think yeah, right. No, I had sincerity and, and then I got courage and I dropped courage, I guess. Ah, okay. Unless you want me to have flipped. No, if it was courage that you got uh, that you got later, then yeah, we'll say courage is the one that has that has dipped. Um, if you if you are a paragon of sincerity, uh, I will let you be able to uh, point to that advantage instead of staking honor on your your commitment not to name names. <clears throat> so yes. yeah, you you point to that, and uh, she is willing to take you uh, take you at your word here. Not that I mind staking. I don't mind staking honor for it either because I'm not going to do it anyway. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, they'd have to they'd have to do something real bad, like I don't know, maybe uh, torture Sueno and uh, in return for the names of people who helped you out, and then then it becomes a more interesting quandary. But uh, let's not do that uh, if we can help it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Marina. Yeah. Uh, you know, says very well. I'll, I'll take you at your word then, and Medi and I will will take you to see them, or at least take you out of the uh, the undercity here and point you in the right direction. It's not overly far. It's not like we have to cross this whole city. All right then. Once everyone is awoken and eaten, then then Medi and I will take you. And thank you again. If any of this comes back on, uh, on, on myself, Medi, or Sela, there will be a, a, a hell to pay. I understand. 
turns back and goes back to uh, uh, working on the uh, the rice porridge for everyone in the morning. So there you go. You have uh, negotiated a path to the unicorn. You have uh, mended your clothes, uh, gotten uh, past the uh, worst aspects of uh, the poisoning and everything like that. Um, we're going to go ahead and say that was a scene. So between scenes, feel free to uh, reset. Um, down to uh, halves. Um, and then for a full night's sleep, um, you can recover two times your water ring in fatigue. Okay. Oh, that's a good sleep. Mm -hmm. That's a good sleep. Better than I thought we'd get. Yep. Uh, it is It is something. All right, but yeah, you got uh, a meal. You slept in uh, a real uh, well, home, in a hovel. Still works. Uh, you got all that. But um, you definitely see that uh, Marina is uh, more bristly and icy than, uh, than uh, she was even uh, last night when you wake up, uh, uh, Richie. And uh, even Medi is a little, maybe a little bit more distant than before. I didn't think my food was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you see uh, Sela and Hayate talking and playing, and he's uh, uh, made a, a little uh, kind of uh, a samurai uh, figure out of uh, some uh, old paper, some old discarded paper. Hayate has kind of folded it up for. Uh, for for Sela. And he's sharing some sort of uh warrior's tale from uh from Rokugan. And I'll uh I'll head on over to Gen and uh say Well uh I feel that we may have uh, worn out our welcome. We should never stay here long anyway. We we put them in danger with every minute that we're here and I could not allow them to go into that without knowing, unfortunately. Ah. And Swin was like, well, uh, in that we, we are agreed. It's, it's going to be good for us to, to get out of here. These, these, are, these are good people, kind people. They, they already struggle enough with the city and its rulers. Less, the least we could do is come in and disturb their lives as little as possible. Hmm, okay. So, I guess we need to... We'll need to leave here sooner rather than later. Uh, Medi uh, passes uh, you a uh, bowl of porridge, uh, Richie, and he says, well, don't worry about it. Once uh, everyone's gotten a chance to uh, get uh, a little something in them uh, themselves, we'll go ahead and uh, uh, get you some uh, some water or something to carry with you. And uh, if we if we could find a way to to carry it, we'll even uh, uh, provide you with a little uh, a little rice to carry on your way. But it's not going to be much. Hopefully, uh, where we drop you off at, uh, they can take care of you the rest of the way. Oh, well, that is uh, that is extremely kind. And uh, once again, I, I thank you for all the hospitality you have shown us. Of course, thank you. And uh we'll be we'll be leaving in uh uh oh, probably uh about an hour or so. 
So make sure you're ready and make sure you have everything. Well, thankfully, we didn't come with much. <laughs> no. And with that, he kind of steps back to his wife. I pull Richie aside. Um, at out of earshot of Sueno and Hayate. And say, I, I say to him, I do not know about you, but if the unicorn refused to help us get back to Rokugan, I have no desire to live on the streets as a beggar, whether here or in the city. Same. So... Should they turn us down, I will bid Sueno farewell, but I still have my katana and I'm willing to go down fighting. Do you see it that way also? I do. Then let us hope the unicorn are willing to escort us back home. Well, let us hope that their memory of previous conflicts is short. And their memory of the Empire is long. Agreed to that. All right. We go back to the others. <laughs> there you go. I like Heck it. yeah. We'll just grab uh, what little stuff I had in uh, the room and uh, just wait for, for when we head out. Got my book. Yep. As long all as right. I have my book. That's all I need. Yep. No, it's uh, not long after that that uh, everyone... Uh, it's pulled together, and uh, Medi and Marina uh, kind of uh, tell Sela to uh, stay, stay here, stay home. You know, don't answer the door for anyone else other than them, and that they'll be back uh, just as uh, soon as they can, and as soon as uh, they have, uh, you know, uh, delivered uh, their uh, your friends to uh, to their friends. And uh, with that, they embrace their child, give them a kiss, and uh, lead you through uh, through the Undercity. It's again, it's not much. It's very small, close together. You know, it's everyone's homes abut towards each other. Uh, they're all made with uh, found materials, uh, you know, trash, castoffs, anything they can they can get to make them. Some of them are stacked on top of each other, climbing up against the uh, the walls of uh, uh, the sewers and the catacombs and different other underground uh, vaults and cisterns and areas like that. And it, it stretches out in different uh, uh, snake-like warrens uh, from uh, one side uh, to the other. Uh, you, uh, at some point, can't help but think of uh, hearing about the way the crab have talked about uh, the way some of the Nazumi warrens uh, exist within the uh, Shadowlands or in the Twilight Mountains. But after about two hours of making your way underground, the pair of parents get you to uh, an area that is finally above ground. And they bring you out uh, kind of on the uh, eastern edge of the city inside of uh, one of the, uh, the neighborhood blocks there. And they say, head out to the main, uh, the main street. And you make a left there. You can get to the uh, next major thor uh, thoroughfare, and uh, from there you'll make a right, 
And from there, you'll travel that up until you get to uh, uh, another uh, avenue that kind of comes off of that one towards uh, a gated uh, enclosure. And there you'll find where the unicorn caravan is uh, set up. It is a place where they have uh, tended uh, animals and they can lead them out. That's kind of an interior pasture land within the uh, uh, the city walls. So that is uh, that is where you can find your countrymen. Be careful. It's going to take some doing to get through the city without anyone uh, spying you. I would keep uh, any of your arms uh, covered and concealed in as bad of the way as you can. Anything that's going to look different is going to uh, draw attention. Luckily, your clothing is going to cover much and blend in as well as it can. But uh, from here on out, uh, you're on your own. We we can't risk any more uh, time than uh, than this. Thank you. Um, I make a gesture towards Sueno that she is very used to, mm-hmm. right? And that is the if there's any if there's any cash left, <laughs> pay fair. Okay. Know, yeah. No. Uh, um, you know absolutely. the the I'm I'm not paying for anything because currency is below me. But you know Sueno, if mm-hmm. there's something. Pay what you yeah. think is appropriate. No, uh, and um, uh, with that, uh, uh, she comes up and uh, pays them uh, five silver denarii uh, from what she has left. And you can kind of see from what uh, Sueno has uh, possibly uh, uh, pulled out of her uh, uh, her purse that that is uh, the majority of the coin that she has left. She she's got uh, just a just a few left in there. Okay. Just seems appropriate. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I will uh, give you all one honor for uh, that, uh, that last uh, parting gift of uh, a little bit of cash uh, for a night's stay and uh, some food uh, for people that uh, have kind of, uh, whether they knew it or not, were, were harboring uh, people who were, Slightly bigger fugitives than they might have uh, originally thought uh, when they came into uh, and to stay with them, and uh, you can see that they're they're, they're they're it's way more than they than they thought. Uh, uh, well, well, they didn't think they were going to get anything. Uh, they did it out of uh, the kindness of their heart and for their their son's happiness. But uh, you know, this is a sizable amount of money. So yeah, no, they're they're quite thankful for that. And uh, and then we leave yeah, <laughs> as quickly no. as possible. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you guys are going to head out. All right. So how are you going to try and make your way across uh, the city? It's a couple of major streets uh, to, to get there. You can try to go uh, off the major streets and travel between buildings. And you might get a little bit more lost that way. I guess that's kind of the question. Do you want to go the, the most direct way? Try to go an indirect way? Um, what is your kind of approach to this uh, kind of uh, kind of situation? You could take the rooftops. Uh, we could. Um, Richie's yeah. very much in the mindset of just going straight ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rooftops, uh, while while doable, uh, also runs the risk of uh, 
a lot more notice. A possible fall, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, or or getting stuck when it's too far to jump uh, and having to <laughs> climb back down and whatnot. But uh, yeah, um, so what Richie's thinking straight uh, as direct as possible, and again's uh, thinking uh, indirect. Uh, yeah, probably. Gen is, Gen is thinking that sh she is looking to Hayate to help give direction, you know, make sure we go in the right direction and Sueno to keep us, you know, in the out of sight as, as possible. Okay. Especially Richie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you, if you guys are going to uh, have, uh, so who do you want to lead it? Do you want Hayate to lead it? Uh, or do one of the two of you want to lead it? I mean, if no one says otherwise, Richie will take charge. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd let Hayate lead it myself, but that's me. Okay. Uh, well, to get around uh, the city, will uh, the skill will be either Commerce or Skulldug. Um you know, so that that is going to be the two, Sueno. the two major, yeah, the two major yeah. skills to kind of get around uh, town. Sueno is probably a good uh, a good bet with the two subterfuge there, uh, and then other people yeah. can kind of assist if they'd like. Let's ask Sueno. That's yeah, okay. Sueno more than willing to 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 lead on. Yeah, so she's uh, Richie. She's, can she's we? Spent, she spent a, a good amount of time throughout the city. She could try to get you guys there and she's kind of thinking that uh you know so long as we we look the part uh we can probably just blend in normally that kind of she looks to to again is like yeah, climbing up and down rooftops that just draws more attention we don't need that um and, uh, and it sounds so heroic though <laughs> <laughs> and, and when you mention it, it's like maybe we should let us uh, to do it richie just kind of deflates a little bit and just goes Aww. that's probably for the best all right, so uh, as far as subterfuge goes, or sorry, not subterfuge, we keep wanting to call it that, but it's not. It's Skulldug. As far as Skulldug goes, uh, the rest of the party, what do you got? I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought so. All right, so uh, none from Richie. Uh, don't think any from Hayate, but I will double check. Yeah, none from Hayate. So that's uh, two unskilled. And is that and one I got skilled? skilled. From? Yeah. Yeah, I've got two, so yeah. I'm a spy. Yeah, no, it's, it's the way it's supposed to be. All right, and then uh, people on um, alert to try and find you. I will go ahead and uh, say this is against a TN of uh, five. All right, so uh, you will have a shortfall of one, but she's going to use two opportunities to make this as stealthy and subtle as she can. Um, so you guys are making your way over towards uh, the unicorn encampment and you get most of the way there before uh, you believe you've been spotted or at least somebody like seems to have uh, kind of taken notice of you and then seems to have gone off to go and uh, readily tell someone or at least that's what Sueno believes. She's pretty sure someone has, uh, has gotten a look at you here, but uh, it's it was is at a distance. Hopefully they don't know, and uh, you guys can hopefully uh, hide out or not be seen. But uh, you might. But she she's she's definitely very nervous that you guys might have been spotted. 
with a, like I say, a shortfall of one, but two opportunities of being stealthy. But you do make your way over to uh, the unicorn encampment and you are stopped by a uh, couple of uh, uh, very large, very scary looking uh, uh, burly men with big, thick black beards and wild hair um, at the, uh, the kind of gates to this kind uh, uh, of pasture land. And what do you want? Your lady gave my lady a fan. And uh, I was promised that I could return the favor. Mm. A fan, huh? Mm. And uh, I, I take it uh, uh, they, uh, they also at some point shared a mirror together? I believe they shared a mirror, but sadly she broke it. Going through. And the two uh uh rather rather large and intimidating uh gentlemen make a make way for you to uh yeah, head on into the uh to the pasture land. That's cool. And it is not <laughs> long until uh you are uh greeted by Shinjo Alasasia, the one you remember as the seamstress known as Nazia Salik. Uh, who you met uh, again recently at the uh, to have tea with, and she makes her way over to you. Ah, it's uh, good to to see you both again. I have uh, I have some good news. Um, oh, your yes, your uh, uh, your indication of the. Uh, the Amir's uh, papers uh, proved to be uh, uh, more than uh, uh, more than helpful in obtaining them, and we now are in possession of many an incriminating uh, bit of uh, plots and details and conspirators that uh, we can uh, make uh, make a case uh, here or even back home about uh, what. Uh, it is he is looking to uh, pin upon or put uh, place blame upon the unicorn. So we thank you for that. Well, I fear that I carry bad news. Mm-hmm. The bronze viper is dead at my hand in a duel, but I do not think the caliph is going to consider that when he comes to exact his revenge. Well, that would explain uh, some of the rumors we've been hearing about him uh, winding up dead, possibly uh, uh, murdered, uh, you know, the, the, or there was a, uh, some sort of fight. Uh, and uh, well, we didn't realize uh, that was necessarily uh, you until... Uh, well, late uh, late yesterday, when one of our agents uh, was uh, able to get close to the uh, to the palace yesterday. Well, we dueled to protect your, or we fought to protect your safe departure. But now we seem to find ourselves in more dire circumstances. Well. Uh... 
let us uh, go and uh, introduce you to uh, the one who has uh, helped to secure uh, this evidence, as well as uh, we'll talk with Idelir uh, uh, about our plans and where we're going to be uh, headed from here. But uh, with uh, the 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 added danger of the entire uh, uh, city looking to find uh, anyone who's uh, of Rokugani descent and to turn them into the authorities for the uh, the death of uh, the Bronze Viper. It is uh, probably uh, in our best interest to leave as soon as possible. Come on, then. And uh, they walk you over to uh, a uh, pavilion tent that is still uh, set up in purple and gold livery that you've come to expect of the unicorn. But uh, you also see that uh, many other tents and pavilions have been struck down and the poles are being uh, tied together and lashed up and placed on uh, the backs of uh, beasts of burden as well as uh, uh, many, many carts and uh, caravans that they can set together here. Uh, they are looking to definitely break encampment and to, uh, to leave sooner than later. They bring you in, and uh, inside the tent is uh, Ide Liu with uh, Utaku Anjing, as well as Ayuchi Rikisa and Moto Fukan. But uh, someone new is there as well. And uh, Eric, if you would like to uh, describe uh, Ide Minato again for uh, our new... Uh, our new... Uh, yeah, sitting at the table is a pretty flamboyantly... Uh dressed unicorn um where it's pretty ostentatious outfits that definitely catch the eye um one of their more outstanding features is they have a big uh, elaborate thick beard that they have dyed in the various colors of the clans with little mementos and bits and things associated with each one woven in like beads throughout it not um as big as the traditional unicorn um uh, in fact his clothes sort of hang off his body uh in a way that um at first maybe looks like they were poorly tailored but when you see the sort of the thinness of his face it's clear that he has been on lean times and not eating as well as he used to <laughs> well he is certainly an eiffel <laughs> Very much so. So the people who come in to be presented, uh, at least one of them, she is quite short uh, with uh, a kind of wide-eyed, childlike face. Um, her eyes are gray, and her hair is brown, but it's kind of that little streaks of it of white in there like as as whatever brown dyes on it is is uh wearing wearing off it wasn't a really super high quality brown dye or anything um as so that's kind of coming out but you know and then her roots are black so her hair is a mess in fact she may be the messiest looking crane you ever saw because uh she she looks like she's she's been through it quite a bit recently um but but when you know what a crane looks like 
yeah, that's that's a crane. The gray eyes, if nothing else, would give it away. Um, with her is a uh, a taller woman with short cropped black hair, um, who wears a eye patch, and she has a pair of blue earrings that seem much more uh, expensive than, say, her social class would normally uh, normally portray. The crane is carrying uh, not much weapon, daisho stuff, but she does have a large book on a strap on her on her arm that she she carries uh, with a bag that, that she carries uh, pretty pretty religiously. And very so, close to her, yeah. That's the one thing. She's almost uh, closer to her than the Daisho on her hip, yeah. Yep. And Ricci. Standing proud next to uh, the crane here is someone who is not as tall as other samurai that uh, you see in Rokugan. Uh, so definitely short by unicorn standards. And... Uh, with a completely uh, shaved uh, head and uh, just an overall mostly friendly demeanor uh, about him. A couple of scars on the face, kind of, even though he's standing tall, uh, you can tell that there's a little bit of tenderness around his midsection. And, uh, and, but the, the clothing itself is, it's, pretty mundane all things considered on his side you do notice that there is a fairly large bulging uh pack uh and uh, on a on a closer look you can tell that it's uh, a, a medical pack of a sort and uh yeah reach is just looking around and just observing things almost with a uh with a childlike curiosity and lastly, a uh, samurai who appears uh, taller than he might normally be to uh, when he's uh, with the company that he keeps. Uh, Hayate is uh, very also a uh, kind of has the lean, hungry demeanor of someone who is uh, uh, a hunter and is looking to uh, find uh, their their next. Uh, well, next uh, bit of prey or her, uh, get to the next horizon uh, or whatnot. Uh, and uh, he's also got uh, some of the kind of reddish tint to his, uh, to his hair that the, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the Kitsune are known for. But uh, yeah, he's uh, unfortunately out of his more natural element, which would be alone in the woods in the mountains. And instead he is here in, the heat and the desert and the sands and it wears on him. All right. Well, we uh, have you to thank for all of this. Ide Liu uh, kind of speaks up at the, from at the head of the table, the somewhat uh, 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 round uh, man kind of spreads his hands out in, uh, in front of him to the uh, assorted uh, papers and notes. Uh, the unbelievable claim you made that he was looking to uh, blame Meshado as uh, an enslave, enslaving uh, sorcery uh, it appears to be 
true. He rants about it in this diary and in these uh, notes and in, in these letters he has written to others about uh, how 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 much he disdains us and how he feels that we have uh, worked against the nameless prophet and have been uh, nothing more than a uh, an enslaver scourge upon uh, the uh, the burning sands and Alzawir in particular, pointing out that in the the two times that the, we have sacked the city, that the, it is uh, only through because we have sought to gain and exploit sorceress powers. Uh, is it is troubling and yet difficult uh, to refute on some some of his claims. He's going to do what he can uh, to pin uh, Rinpet uh, sorcery on the origins of of our Meshido practices. With Meshido being at uh, up for debate uh, within the courts of Rokugan at this time, this is the worst possible time to have a debate like this come at the head of an invading army. We need to do what we can to return to Rokugan as, as soon as possible and to, uh, one, submit these, uh, these papers into evidence to the Emerald Champion, but to also have the four of you uh, commit testimony to uh, uh, Satsume-sama. So with that, these papers and uh, your uh, continued uh, uh, existence and... Uh, and livelihood is uh, now our top priority. Um, to, <sighs> with that, uh, I'm going to assign uh, Ide Minato here uh, to look after you. He'll be your primary uh, point of contact uh, with the within the caravan. If you need anything, he can go ahead and bring it to our attention or to whoever's uh, uh, most uh, responsible to your uh, to your needs at that time. Um, that way you're not having to uh, uh, stumble around, claw uh, uh, in the dark, and hope to find someone that is going to be able to provide you with what you uh, need at any time, especially once we're, uh, we're underway. So Appreciate uh, that. Yes, so try not to feel that we are uh, freezing you out uh, or not. It's uh, just more of a matter of... Uh, being efficient and expedient when we're going to be as distributed as we are over, you know, several uh, kilometers uh, of, of distance uh, as we uh, uh, make our way from the head of the caravan to the to the to the back of it, plus outriders, we could be anywhere doing anything, uh, and so it's going to be a little tougher to uh, than just uh, navigating through a camp that has uh, been been set up and secure and stayed in one place for any time. So uh, we recommend that you stay on whatever caravan we've assigned you, um, unless any of you are skilled riders. I know how to ride. Mm. <laughs> yes, we know how to ride. But the truth is, we, of course, know nothing of trading car caravans and would not question your expertise on this. Yeah. There is yeah. one. Oh, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. I'll let you finish. Uh -huh. There is one thing though that I feel I must say and that is it is not impossible that 
someone saw us making our way to the this compound. We tried everything we could to stay hidden, but we cannot rule uh, rule that out. There are many searching the city. Uh, with that, uh, uh, Lou uh, turns to Utaku and Jing. Go ahead, uh, set up uh, some scouts and uh, additional uh, uh, guards. Break out uh, any additional uh, weapons you might need to. And uh, Fukan, uh, go go with her. Uh, set up uh, whatever scouting you need. But uh, I want the two of you to report back to me as soon as you can about uh, the security of uh, our encampment here and uh, if we've spotted any guard patrols uh, uh, in and around the, the city. I want the two of you to work closely hand in hand uh, to make sure that uh, we are at least uh, we know when they're coming for us versus uh, uh, them showing up when we least expect it. The two of them nod and make their way out of the uh, the main tent there and you can kind of uh, hear them uh, uh, dispatching orders and as well as uh, kind of coordinating uh, different different ideas uh, and tactics that they might employ, uh, but it's become muffled as the flap of the tent uh, draws uh, back behind them. But you can definitely see they are uh, pretty much uh, snapping to and making ready for for all of that. All right then. Well, uh, being with a caravan, there is at least uh, uh, one easy thing, unless everything goes. Uh, uh, to to Jigoku and uh, uh, you should be able to keep pace uh, uh, with the caravan on horseback uh, uh, without having to uh, meet the uh, same standards of uh, 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 horsemanship that the uh, the unicorn do. They're they're pretty much going to plot along as well as they can, and uh, you should be able to, to to keep up and not have to worry about it. And we're not going to hold you to any higher standard than that, but. If things uh, do go bad uh, and you start to fall behind, some of my riders may just bodily remove you from your uh, horse and uh, take you on theirs. Just uh, just be ready for that. Understood? Understood. <laughs> Understood. Um, and now, uh, well, I hate to... Uh, uh, well, bring this to, uh, how shall I say it? You are busy. No, it's not necessarily we, we need that I'm busy. Else. It is more the fact of, if I have to cut any three of you loose, which one of you knows the most? Which one of you is most important to return to Rokugani and provide testimony? Doge again. Very well. I'll do my best to protect all of you, but Doji, you are chief amongst uh, the rest of them, indispensable to return to Rokugan. If there is uh, nothing else or if anything goes uh, terribly awry with this uh, caravan, it'll be up to you and whoever uh, takes you with them to return these documents and yourself uh, to the Emerald Champion. Is that understood? I understand. Though, surely you have a swift rider that is more knowledgeable about the desert. Of course. However, uh, the, again, you know the Rokugani, uh, the legal system. These documents are worthy of so much, but 
testimony of uh, someone from a well-known family such as yourself who has been there and has actually interacted with the emir will bear a higher level of, of evidence and uh, will bear higher or more weight to the argument of what is to come. I will do my best then. And you can stake honor and I will do my best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You want. That, that, um, that one is, yeah. is sincerity, but it, I'll, I'll stake honor on that. You'll stake honor on because... that? Cool. Let's go ahead and have you stake, um, let's say five honor on that one. Okay. That you are going to do your best to survive and that you need to be, you know, not put yourself in danger and uh and and die along the way you need to get back to rokugan you were pledging staking five honor on that all right with that he says uh in that case let's go ahead and start assigning you a caravan to pack up whatever gear you have assign you a few uh uh horses to uh to ride and uh we'll be uh we'll be packing things uh, up and uh, getting out of here uh, as soon as we can it'll probably be either another uh, several hours or tomorrow uh, uh, at dawn. In the meantime, take uh, Ide Minato with you. He'll assign you horses and uh, and a caravan. Okay. Very good. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And yeah, with that, uh, Ide Minato takes you out and you guys uh, find yourselves uh, uh probably probably going to horses first so yeah they'll probably take you over by uh, uh a couple of corrals and you'll find uh, some animals that kind of work with you or not um hayate is choosing to uh stay on the caravan and to look after everyone's gear and he'll fight by uh, spear and possibly bow if he can from the back of the uh the cart but as a man who has spent his almost his entire life uh navigating um extremely thick uh, uh forested environments he has not learned to ride a he has not learned to ride a horse for 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 uh for of any type of uh real real skill or competency so <laughs> that's not his thing um so we know she's got some uh survival she could possibly uh learn to ride she spent a lot of time walking beside your horse uh Heart of Oak back in Rokugan as was good and proper for her, but uh, yeah, um, I think she is going to uh, attempt to take a uh, a horse under her command, uh, and then yeah, Richie and Gin, do you guys want to just take any old horse? Try to pick out a particular one. Um, try to bond with a particular one. I don't know how are you guys feeling. Yeah, uh, we we all know that Richie is is real good at spotting horses right now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Richie will will try to find a uh, relatively calm horse. Okay, good. I like that. A calm horse. Excellent. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and say evaluating a horse that has got a calm temperament or demeanor. Uh, let's make that a TN2 uh, survival um, air and that can be air to analyze. I think air would yep. probably be a good one for that. Yeah. All right. My air of three, my survival of two. Hey, not bad. Yeah, no, Richie will be uh, probably a damn good writer. So that's 
two successes and two strife and one opportunity. All right. How do you want to spend your opportunity? We're going to take the opportunity. And this is more like one of those narrative details where it's like, it says, you know, people's strengths and weaknesses, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I kind of want to apply that to the horse itself. I'm, I'm looking for a calm demeanor horse uh, because uh, they're very much there's like, there's a lot of activity going on. Animals know these kind of things and they can get a little skittish at times, especially when there's a lot of people moving around all at once. Uh, so looking for one that's a little bit more calm, I'm looking for one that is experienced in this regard. Uh, a horse that currently doesn't have a, a rider, but is mm-hmm. also very much uh, just, you know, ready to go at a moment's notice, but not really minding all the activity that's happening. All right. I I like it. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and say that um, you will get... Um... Hmm. What do I like better? Um, or what do you like better? Um, there is the, the horse comes usually with a demeanor called loyal, which is, uh, air is plus one difficulty, but earth and fire are minus two difficulty. Um, we can keep, we can either change that to a calm demeanor, something else that'll give you, um, a little bit different, uh, set of bonuses. Uh, or we could possibly, uh, assign the horse, um, uh, instead of tireless runner, I could change that advantage to um, to calm if you wanted. Or sorry, I would get rid of the sorry. Instead of I would instead of calm, I would get rid of the skittish disadvantage. Yeah, that that's exactly what cool. I would like. It's oh, just go get ahead. rid of the the disadvantage of skittish. Go ahead and write that in your uh, um, uh, in your own character section for your own notes there. That you have a uh, a Rokugani pony that has lost the skittish disadvantage. Excellent. All right. we'll do. And then, uh, yeah, Doji again. All right. So, um, again, also will be looking for a horse. Uh, she is. She has experience with uh, unicorn bred horses, obviously mm-hmm. from Heart of Oak. Um, she is looking for a horse that will basically be um, able to survive longer in the desert uh and and get her there oh okay. um, she is a, she a just hardy beast yeah okay a heart a hardy a hardy and fast one if if possible the okay. reason being is she's keeping and, and she will be willing to tell the stable masters this too uh she won't give all the details but she has made a, a promise that she will get back to rokugan and do the very best she can Right, I've pledged, I've pledged share myself this my honor on this. Yeah, no, absolutely. On this. And uh, therefore, she needs a horse that can get her as far as she can, even if uh, the caravan fails. She can't afford to be left behind. She can't, you know, even if the caravan is left behind, she's going to have to try to, okay. to get in. So in this she needs case, a horse that, that can like, do that. It sounds like this is actually going to be more of an appeal to the stable masters. And I think that's probably mm-hmm. the best way to do it. Uh, to have them assign you a, um, you know, instead of one of their, uh, you know, ponies, which is kind of what they're giving out to other people here. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and have you uh, make a check to appeal to one of their um, their stable masters here. And um, yeah, uh, it sounds like you can either probably use um, uh, fire or water. I think 
both could work very well here. Although uh, fire or earth actually might be the two best um, that from what you've described, because you're trying to use either both emotion or logic. Both have kind of come through on your your plea there, the way that you've described how you want to talk to them. So which do you think you might use? Um, hmm. Well, I guess if it's just if it's just fire or earth, those are the same. Water is a little better, but those are the same. Yeah, no, um, I think I think definitely the way that you've you've, you've kind of described the action, I think it's going to fall into one of those two categories. Which one do you want to use? Um, let's go with earth. All right, earth it is, and I'll give you a void point to do it blind, or you can know the TN. Mm, I will. I will do it blind, but All right. I hope Have it works. Another void. <laughs> All right. And this is what skill? Uh, courtesy, I think. Courtesy? Uh, cur okay. Yeah, yeah, courtesy, I believe. I got three successes, uh, a, uh, an opportunity. Uh, this is an appeal, and this is a new scene. It is a new scene. So yep. I think I can, I can, I can, I can doji again. You can doji again. Absolutely. I will doji again with this. All right. So I will um, go ahead. I've got three successes. I have five opportunities. With my opportunities, I would like to... Uh, I use <laughs> I use one opportunity to remove the strife okay. I gained on this roll. Um, I'd like to use uh, two uh, opportunities to suddenly recall an important piece of information not directly related to the task, okay. or um, bring a have a preparatory item that I took earlier. So I am going to you know depending on if you have something useful for that. That's great. Mm -hmm. um, if not, um, I have an idea of something I could use. For, yeah, if you for. got an idea, go for it. What do you got? Um, I could have an item that I brought that's like an apple or something to help befriend the horse that they Absolutely. provide. So we Absolutely. are friendly. That seems like it's conveniently, like mm -hmm. not directly associated, but related of course. And it was like one of those help. things like maybe along the uh, along the way there you you, you gathered up uh you know a, a carrot an apple a couple sugar cubes and something like that to kind of bribe out and uh make friends with the animals and whatnot and yeah it pays off and the animal that uh you that they've kind of directed you towards uh yeah it's not directly related to the check but uh it's part of all the selection process as you work with the stable master i like that um okay yeah, and then anything else you can think of for the other two, or um, um, you just... um, a horse that has an additional advantage called like you know Hardy or uh, you know yeah um, yeah something like that. I'll, I'll use the other two to to you know ha have won the uh, them over well enough that they're even even a little better horse. Exactly. So. Uh, <laughs> What you'll find is on page uh, 327, they have a sidebar for unicorn war horses. You, so instead of a normal pony, which is on the previous page, you now have a war horse, which removes skittish. And then it adds one advantage from the warrior template, plus four endurance, plus four composure. 
So you can uh, go ahead and add all that to the horse, uh, plus the advantage of um, of uh, like Hale and Hardy. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. I will. I will definitely take that. Gosh. Um, mm-hmm. However, I will try and it. It will take some sucking up, and I will understand and make sure everyone understands. I'm not keeping this horse. Yeah, well, yeah, you're not necessarily keeping it, to. and and yeah, you were you've you've you know been ordered by the uh, the effectively daimyo of this operation that you know uh, of any one of these people that we are dragging along with us, this is the one that has to survive. So yeah, between that and you t- sucking up and talking to the stable masters, are are going to get a slightly better quality of horse, but uh, not not overly so. I think just but one that can carry on a little bit more than the others. All right, uh, and uh, Swaino is just gonna get a, a a pony, and unfortunately hers is gonna be skittish, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, we'll help each other out with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eric. A uh, question: Does the Eday Stable Master come with a horse or not? Uh, I believe it does. Let me double check. Yeah, yeah. The Eday Stable Master comes okay. with that. Whatever Sorry, he wants. The Stable Sorry. Master obviously should. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, the Stable Master is a different uh, one. It's actually. Uh, yes. oh. I, I start with the Unicorn War Horse. You start with the War Horse. Okay, excellent. So, yeah, you are all good. You already have a War Horse. So, um, uh, yeah, you you pretty much you have exactly what Jeannie has, only Jeannie got the Hale and Hardy one. Um, so, uh, Eric, you should also do the same then, which is also to look at the Warrior template at the beginning of NPCs and find some special advantage to give to your warhorse um from the uh the the list in fact let's just take a look at it here because it's so it's a small list so we could take a look at it now um the warrior template is on page uh 311 and uh warrior advantages is masterful fighter fearsome presence or veteran instincts uh for someone who's such a ostentatious drama queen fearsome presence like there that's, you go that's with guy's horse there you go you got you got a fierce a fierce boy and then genie what do you think for the horse that you will be riding masterful fighter fearsome presence or veterans instincts veteran instincts by far there you go. I like it. All <laughs> the right, horse so again, knows what they're doing better than me, and maybe they mm-hmm. know where they're going. Several updates later, uh, Fukan and Anjing coming to see you uh, have reported uh, different uh, patrols and uh, and the gathering of forces. And uh, it's soon reported that uh, it's uh, getting too close uh, to be to be comfortable sooner or later, they're going to make their way through and make enough of a push uh, to start searching places. They shouldn't be searching and uh, that uh, we're going to be found out. So uh, it is within their learned experience as their uh, master at arms and, uh, and uh, chief scout that it is, it is time to go we'll leave uh, behind whatever we don't uh need and can't carry with us take only what's uh valuable pretty much the it's a uh, food water and uh and living cargo and with uh probably just before sunset that uh lou gives uh the order to have everybody mount up and to uh head out and 
with that, the caravan starts the slow but inexorable march uh, through the uh, the pasture lands there, lines up, and everyone starts moving through. It's uh, two horses uh, side by side or a cart, uh, and then you just line up one behind the other, and you start the, the procession. The few times that a, a small uh, group of uh, soldiers or uh, guards uh, might you come across your path, uh, Lou is uh, ready and uh, quick to point out that he has a uh, writ of uh, of passage by the uh, the Emir that we are to be traveling to Shadin Ibn Abbas to uh, look after her uh, her livestock uh, sources that they are uh, flagging and failing, and that if the uh, you know the the cousin of the Emir uh, has requested our presence, that under his writ. Uh, you should not uh, bar our way. And with uh, that uh, bit of uh, prodding and bulldozing, uh, the uh, the big man gets his way, and uh, the carts uh, keep uh, the carts keep rolling. The horses keep walking, and you uh, pass through pretty much uh, every every checkpoint and gate within the city. And uh, with the uh, dropping of uh, the names of. Uh, uh, the uh, the Abbas family, you soon uh, make your way out of the last portal of uh, the city, and so the tension starts to 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 fade back and fall away as every plodding step of the horses and the creaks of the axle and the turning of the wheels grinds on, and you make your way upon the first steps of the sand road. From Alzawira through the burning sands and back to Rokigan. I'm Robert or Baishi Shinichi, your host and narrator, thanking you once again for listening. Remember to catch new episodes every Monday. If you want to catch them early or are looking for more bonus content, please consider becoming a supporting member of the Patreon at patreon.com slash courtgames. I am Tyler, and I've been playing a coder Ricci. You can find me on my personal accounts on Twitter at Churcher Games or on Twitch, also as Churcher Games. You can find the show on the web at courtgamespod.com, on social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram under Fortune and Strife, and on Twitter at L5RFNS. If you would like to contact us, you can email the show at fortuneandstrife at gmail.com. This is Jeannie, a.k.a. Kikita Kaori, and also known as, at least today, Doji Gen. You can find me at my blog at the Winter Garden of the Kikita website, along with helpful materials for the RPG, and also on Twitter at White Bales, or on Facebook. If you like, I am also found on the Court Games RPG podcast as a writer for Emerald Legacy, or check out The Table is Yours for fiction readings of the FFG stories. Hi there, I'm Eric Schock, and I will be guesting as Ide Minato. This has been Fortune and Strife, a Court Games production in association with D20 Radio Network and the Rokugana Historical Society. D20 Radio, your gamers roll. www.d20radio.com.